That's Cuddy Johnson. Uh, have you heard that one? It's called The Painter. It's 98.5 The Bull. I am Tig and hello, Dave. Looks like you're a big fan of uh, politics and all that. I find it. I find it entertaining. I'm not necessarily a fan of it. But tonight's the big GOP debate. Donald Trump will not be attending. Will you still watch the debate, or is it going to be uh, boring that he's not in it? Um, yeah, it's not going to be quite as exciting, is it? Um, but isn't Donald Trump going to go on to Tucker Carlson? He got fired from Fox News, but now he's doing something on Twitter, which is now X. And I think Donald Trump is trying to, uh, I mean, obviously, Donald Trump is one of the most famous people on the planet. And when he does something, people pay attention, whether you like him or love him or whatever, hate him or whatever, it doesn't matter. He draws attention. And what will probably happen for me is that I will be curious about what that interview is going to be like versus watching the GOP debate. And I guess people know now that you can always watch the clips and the best parts even the very next day or even later on that night. I don't even know if I would watch it live, I guess, now that I really think about it. Yeah, because you could just wake up to, you know, tomorrow morning and just see the best seven minutes of what he said or, you know, the the controversial moments or whatever. But um, he doesn't he's not going to be in that debate. He is way ahead, by the way. I know, but if it's just going to be if it's just going to be on x or twitter whatever we want to call it what worries me is you remember ron DeSantis announced his official candidacy on x and it ended up like crashing it, it and all that right. it ended up being a complete disaster so are you sure that's where they're doing it's on x i think they're because that's where tucker carlson has at least been living uh socially um lately i i don't know the answer but i will say that i was on facebook and i get these ads on facebook where candidates are asking for money, and this one guy named Perry something. Did you see this? If you donated $1 to his campaign, he'd give you a $10 gas card. And the, How's that going to work? Well, he's losing money on it, but the deal was you had to have 40,000 donors in order to qualify for the debate. And oh, so I he, see. He, said, he just basically paid you to donate money to his campaign so he could say, look, I've got 40000 so this guy that I don't know who he is, and then Ron DeSantis, a lot of people that we don't know are going to be in the GOP debate. Meanwhile, Donald Trump, who everybody knows who that is, is with Tucker Carlson. And I think that um, if if Twitter doesn't crash or something, a lot of people will watch that. All right, I've just looked at it now. So it w- it'll be streamed pre-taped, so it's not going to be streamed live. Okay. Because I think they learned their lesson with uh, DeSantis. So now it will be, it's already been recorded, so they will just kind of like, show it on twitter or x so that'll be tonight somewhere mm-hmm. on the internet donald trump and tucker carlson yeah but i think you're probably right i think more people will be trying to check that out than then uh yeah than the, the debate eight people debating too many people a lot of people <laughs> I can't, and i always like it when i don't when there's eight people up there they usually still ask the questions to the most famous people and there's that one guy who nobody has ever heard of and he's over in the corner just doing nothing the whole debate poor guy that's got to be awkward yeah. for him 98.5 the bull hey daniel i know tig you're very very excited about an upcoming television show uh, gosh you're a big fan of this person i saw you ever talk about really is the uh, big reboot of this television show audio please uh you've got audio how this goes Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling, tossed salads and scrambled eggs. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged. (laughs) 
But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. Frasier has re-entered the building. That's right, Ty. It's the Frasier reboot. The first two episodes are going to premiere October 12th on Paramount+. And uh, who's this for, by the way? What do you mean, who's it for? Who, who is uh, excited about Frasier? Everybody that watched Cheers originally are, like, older than us. People that watched Frasier are our age or older. Well, I think what television is doing, in a sense, is uh, young people are on TikTok and things, right? And so television's like, well, let's try to get people that, uh, you know, like television. And so they, they do all these shows that used to be hot in the 90s. Must see TV and all that, right? Uh-huh. So Frazier's coming back. Yeah, look at Ty get all excited. Well, you know what I did watch? I watched, mm-hmm. you know, this, they redid this one. Oh, you liked the reboot of Night Court? And again, I don't know who that's for either. All the people that watch Night Court are really, it's me. 100 years old now. I mean, what's next? Are they going to reboot Benson? So do you think people will watch the new Frasier, or is it just kind of uh, that ship has sailed? Or, I mean, I think if you would, if you ask your kid who Frasier was, <laughs> so if we have anybody under, what are you going to say? I'm going to say anybody under 35 or 40, I don't think they're going to know who Frasier is. They're going to well, be like, and then they're going to hear that theme song, they toss salad and eggs, what? Wasn't he, uh, he was a radio guy on that show or something, right? He, he was a radio and... psychologist, okay. yeah. Because right. I remember I had a, uh, and it must be a famous show around the world or something, because I had a roommate from Turkey in college, and uh, I was talking to him one day, and he's like, you are famous, like Frasier. <laughs> yeah, just like Frasier, buddy. They watch Frasier in Turkey? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> hey, that's good. Anyway, yeah, October 12th, Doug, so for you and all the other geezers, you're going to watch the Frasier reboot. It's 98.5 The Bull. Boy, this heat, Daniel, is even affecting the schools right now. It's 98.5 The Bull. I was reading a story um, about how even recess is affected right now. Do you let kids out when it's, I mean, I know in the winter when it's 10 degrees, the kids got to stay in the school. But now we're so hot that the kids are uh, now staying inside because of the heat. And uh, my little son got in the car yesterday, and I always ask him about a day. his day. I said, how was lunch? How was social studies? How was math? And then I got to recess. And he says, usually, Dad, I have two recesses. They canceled the second one, but during the first, they had us go out and just stand under a tree. So they weren't really allowed to roam. (laughs) They just had them stand under a plant. And I said, geez, it sounds to me like you'd probably rather just be inside doing math. So it's it's that bad out there that uh, even recess is being affected. I'm more shocked that they have two recesses now. That's what I said. I was like, dude, you get two recesses? According to him, at least at his school, they get two. They're not very long, but um, during the first one, they just had to go stand in the shade. So. What are they it's doing like, about uh, like football games and things like that? Are they they're moving? I know in Alabama, I think they're pushing the practices or the football games back even a little bit. I think That's they're how working on yeah, they're working on that because they're trying to, uh, you know, keep the players safe. And and they're wearing all that gear. It's already bad, just you know, dress like you are right now. But imagine all those pads and the helmet and all that and stuff. And they run around. Also, I feel bad for the band. They got to carry uh, 50 pound tubas around. <laughs> and wearing that weird Civil War looking uniform they all make them wear. <laughs> yeah, they dress them in wool or something. <laughs> what is the most hottest looking uniform? I remember I dated a girl and that was in the band, and I would go to her band competitions and I'd be watching them uh, perform, do their routine, whatever you call it. And just they're just passing out left and right. Uh, I remember that too. 
Do you remember? You, were you you were in the band for a brief time? You mm-hmm. marched yeah, and all that. I did one uh, year of marching, and they dress you in like these Civil War uniforms. But you remember the football season for the first half of it is still basically summer weather. Mm-hmm. So you're out there dying. Uh, this is going to be a weird question for somebody in the band, and I'm sure the technology has changed since you were in it. But do, do those uniforms stink? Oh, yeah, man. Good Lord. Are oh, you serious? It, well, you're supposed to get them dry cleaned or something. But also, when you wear a band uniform, it's not brand new. Like, I think Iris had been in the school for 20 years. Oh, I didn't consider that. And so that. at the end of the year, they turn in the band uniforms. And then the next group of band people, they check out. It's like a library book. And you're wearing somebody's uniform that has been worn for 15, 20 years. Mm. Nope. <laughs> what do you mean, nope? That, sound, that sounds pretty rough. Do you it's, guys wear a cup under there? Why would you wear a cup and band? I don't know, man. You, the slides are going on those trombones. You don't want to get nipped. You don't want to get hurt down there. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, you don't wear a cup? I, I didn't. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Uh, Daniel, how long have we been in Oklahoma now? Three years or so? Has it been three years? I still don't have my uh, Oklahoma driver's license. They see me rolling, they hating, patrolling and trying to catch me riding I guess I'm riding dirty. Why are you so lazy? Just go get it. Dude, I went to, uh, you told me about this during the pandemic. We got here in the middle of the pandemic. Yes. And, um, and then nobody could get licenses or something. And then they opened these licensed super centers, which you went to and you had like a 15 minute wait or something. So you say, Tig, if you go to the super center license place, uh, they got a lot of people over there and they'll be able to get you through quickly. I go over there. There's a sign on the door says three hours. I said, are they out of their minds? I'm not waiting three hours for a license. But that's not the big problem. The big problem for me is that that license photo lasts 10 years. And I'm nervous about taking a bad photo that's going to last for 10 years. Let me tell you something you don't want to hear. Okay. If you looked in the mirror right now, today is the best day you're going to look for the rest of your life. Because like, every day after that, I just get older. Get a little older and older. So why don't you just go ahead, get your license, get that star ID, just get it over with. The the dreading it is way worse than just going to get it. Just go get it. Stop being so lazy. Just I've go seen do it. Really handsome and beautiful people. But when I see their license, there's something wrong with these photos they're taking. Another thing with you, nobody's gonna be looking at those licenses. You're not gonna be carded anywhere. Who's gonna look hey, at the license? <laughs> yeah, you think you're getting carded carded now? No. Who who do you show your license to? You're you're right. Because I took I think I took my wife out for a date one night and they looked at me. And I got a drink, and they didn't say anything. And mm-hmm. they looked at her and asked for her license. By the way, if you're a waiter, go ahead and ask for everybody's license just to be polite. I'm in the same boat, buddy. I'll go through, like, Reese's or something. I'm getting beer, and I'll uh, scan it. They're like, hold up. Now we got to have somebody come over and verify that you're of age. They don't even walk up to me anymore. They, they can just, just tell from a distance. About 100 yards away, they're yeah. like, that guy's old. Some lady looking through binoculars from 100 yards away goes, ah, he's good. But you had a good idea for the uh, DMV. Uh, the state's always trying to raise money. Uh, we got a lot of roads to fix. We got schools to fix. You thought of a brilliant idea for more revenue for the state of Oklahoma. For a little bit more money, they'll take a nice picture of you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now if you go in there, you got both eyes closed or whatever. They're, they're, okay, yeah, go ahead with it. They, but if they'll be like, okay, we're going to put you for, what would you charge? If they said $10 more, 
We'll I, put you with a photographer that cares. I would do that. And that's a photographer that's going to go one, two, three, or let you know if you're looking crazy or show you, let you approve it. Also take multiple photos. Mm-hmm. Not just because I went to the DMV one day and I swear I kind of like tried to doll up a little bit or whatever because I knew this thing was going to last for 10 years. And, uh, you know, on the count of three, this lady goes, one, two, click. I said, it wasn't even three. And then you just got to live with it. So you that's why I'm not getting my license yet. Uh, also, don't get a terrible haircut the day before your, <laughs> the day before your uh, license to be taken. My Nashville license, mm-hmm. the day before I went and got my license, I got a haircut. The worst haircut of my life. And in my license, I look like a penis. <laughs> and that's no exaggeration. <laughs> I'm not trying to be immature. <laughs> what? Whatever they did. So, oh, I see. That's why you had motivation. When oh, you, yeah. That's when you why got to Oklahoma, was, you were ready to roll. I was risking COVID, buddy. I was like, I'll risk it. I don't care. It's just got, got to do something different. I've swore. I still have this license photo, and I've swore I'll never let anybody see it. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. I think you've seen it. Oh, wait. I did. The famous. And, and it was. Woo! Woo! Buddy. I'm surprised like you met a girl. At the end of Star Wars, they took Darth Vader's helmet off. That's how I looked in that. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so you were motivated in Oklahoma to go ahead and get that license taken care of. It's not even possible. Well, Jake and tickets are free at 740. It's Tiger Daniel, 98.5 The Bull. Hey, Daniel. Uh, Tiger, you talk about all the time how much trouble you have sleeping. Sometimes you'll wake up in the night and can't go back to sleep. I think I might have the solution for you. Uh, what's that going to be? You're not going to like it, though. Uh, my buddy Chris down in Alabama, he's my age, like 46, and um, guy goes and gets a sleep study done. You mm-hmm. know where they go and have you sleep and they hook you up to all these things? I've done that, yeah. They said, uh, oh, I called him the other day to check on him, see how it went. He said, oh, not too good. He said, I was waking up 700 times in the night. Oh, my God. 700 times 700 in the night? 700 times, like every four seconds. That's how bad, yeah. And he's like, no wonder I'm tired all the time. Guess what the solution was? What? CPAP. Oh, one of those breathing things. Mm-hmm. We know people, and they come in to work, and they have, you know, when you uh, wear, like, your underwear too tight, you have that, like, mark. They mm-hmm. have it around their chin and yeah. stuff. Now, here's what you're probably not going to want to hear. You uh, know, you have these sinus issues because you got hit in the nose with that baseball that caused not only your disfigurement, but also <laughs> you can't you can't breathe very well. I've had to, like, be in a hotel room with you, and you snore quite badly, do you not? Mm-hmm. Probably. You might need a CPAP. CPAP that, machine. That might be why you're unable to sleep throughout the night and you're always waking up and things like that. You know, now, that's the problem. You don't want to go get a CPAP smear, do you? I, <laughs> I don't think they call it that. But I don't. I would rather stay. My goal is to stay off of things, you know, because once you get on them, then you rely on them. Kind of like your situation with blood pressure medication. Mm-hmm. You didn't want to get on it because then you become reliant on it and, you know, all that. Hey, I'm with you. Like, I'm reluctant to even bump up the font size on my cell phone because I know once you bump up, you don't bump, you don't bump, you back, bump down. back down. You don't bump up. There's no bumping down. <laughs> and I think uh, if you went to the doctor, which I know you won't because I think you're worried maybe they will tell you you need a CPAP. Well, I went to... Would you wear the CPAP? Here's a weird story that I had no idea this was going to happen to me. I went to the dentist for a teeth cleaning and somehow they were able to look at my teeth and decide that I wasn't sleeping well. Isn't that wild? Mm-hmm. I guess maybe clinching or I don't know what it was. And the guy says, I'm going to let you borrow our machine and go home with it tonight. The dentist said this to me. Borrow the weird? teeth cleaning machine? 
No, like something to help me sleep at night. A CPAP? Maybe. But I declined. I was like, yeah, you're a dentist. I ain't doing that. <laughs> well, would you go get a sleep study done? Yeah, and I've done that before. When did you do that? Um, Probably 15 years ago. Oh, jeez, man. 15 years ago? Mm-hmm. Then you can throw that all out the window. Things have changed. You got to go back. We got to get you hooked up with one soon. But I think even if they said you need a CPAP, you wouldn't do it, would you? Yeah, it's one of those things. It's like a diet. You start out trying to, you know, do good, and then a month in, you're like, ah, oh, whatever. <laughs> if you're getting the best sleep of your life, though. It would probably be helpful. I, I think I you would be that, embarrassed to wear one. I think a lot of times people don't want to go get something done is because they're, they're like, I think I would be a little embarrassed. And I'd come into work with that elastic strip around my neck that everybody well, you don't have see. to wear it so tight. Just hold it on through the night with my hand. But, I mean, what if that would make you where you slept completely through Maybe the night? I'll imagine, do it. you know, Tig, imagine pl- enough sleep, Tig. That might be weird. Enough oxygen, Tig. Imagine. <laughs> don't you think the lack of oxygen, the lack of sleep, it starts to, like, pile up and weigh in on you? I would imagine scientifically that's a yes. Hmm. Imagine I'm already really smart. Imagine how smart I'd be with not just 30% oxygen, but 100%. I mean, your IQ would at least get up to, like, Somewhat normal. If you if you had enough oxygen for real, I mean you might maybe I'll, it might be a whole new world for you out there. You'd enjoy food, you'd enjoy going out places. Could be. All right, I'll get a CPAP. See, I'll I'll borrow uh see you ju- you're jumping guy. right to the CPAP. Why wouldn't you go get the sleep study first? All right, I will. I don't want to get a sleep study. You're like, I'm smart. I'll stuff. just get the CPAP. No, the smart thing to do is get the sleep study done, or at least talk to a doctor you about it. You get a sleep study. Because you oversleeps. I don't, hey, buddy, I don't need, I need the opposite of a CPAP. I need something blowing in my, blowing in my face or something or sucking air out of me. I got I, I sleep 12 hours a day easily. So we had a meeting yesterday at work. It's 98.5 The Bull. And a guy said the first thing people look at on their phone in the morning is their weather app. And you, you took issue with that, Daniel. You didn't believe that. I, I, no, I don't think that's the first thing you look at. I, at least I don't. Do you? No, I go to Facebook. Probably after, you know, putting in my little passcode, I, I just go to Facebook, see if I got any messages, I think, see what's going on in the world. I think I go to Facebook, too, but maybe it's because we're, you know, middle-aged men. I wonder if younger people look at something different first. We want to know from you, what is the first thing you look at on your cell phone in the morning? 918-879-9898, 918-879-9898, because Daniel does not believe it's weather. He believes it's other things. 918-879-9898. Hey. It's Phil. Phil, what's the, uh, Daniel, you asked the question. What's that first thing you check when you open your eyes in the morning on that phone, Phil? I turn the ringer back on. Oh, you turn the ringer off in the night? Yeah. Oh, what are you, old West Cowboy? I can't do that. I'd be afraid something would happen. Well, no. So once you get to sleep, you don't have to worry about it. And then in the morning, you get up and you turn it back on. So you're so popular throughout the night, you're getting phone calls? No, no, it's not so much that. Just don't want to get woke up. Aren't you concerned? Because it seems like in life, a lot of things happen in the middle of the night, like bad news and things. It's always a 2 a.m. phone call. Are you concerned you're going to miss that? It still won't be there in the morning. I thought I was laid back. This yeah, guy. Gertrude died, but uh, I'll find out in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like your philosophy, Phil. You're right. I mean, you're not like you're going to jump on a plane and fly out at 2 in the morning. There are no flights, so you're kind of like, well, I'll just handle it in the morning. Yes, sir. I need more. I, I need to be more like Phil and not worry so much, you know? Just turn, just disconnect 
and enjoy that time. Phil, Phil disconnects too much, though. Thank you for the call, man. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye, guys. Take 918-879-9898. What is the uh, first thing you look at on your phone when you wake up? Somebody told us it was weather. Daniel didn't really believe that. We want to know what it is. We know what we look at, but what do you look at? It's Tiger Daniel, 918-879-9898. Good morning, guys. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country, Tig and Daniel. So, Daniel, um, we had a meeting yesterday, and the, the, the topic was, what do people look at on their cell phone when they first wake up? What's the first thing you go check? And the guy said, here in Oklahoma, it's weather. And you disagreed with that. Well, I was just like... I heard him, and I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. That's what I like to do during meetings: just secretly, be, just sit back and disagree with everybody. You ever notice that? Yeah, people will say something in meetings who are smart people who mm-hmm. have done research, and uh, they'll say something like, "The first thing that people look at is their weather app." And Dan just is over there, like, "Nah, I don't think so." Yeah, that's exactly what's going on in my head. I was like, "Yeah, no, I don't think they do." So we were wondering <laughs> this morning, what's the very first thing you look at or check on your phone when you wake up in the morning? Nine one eight eight seven nine ninety eight ninety eight. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Hi, yes, this is Sarah. First Sarah. thing you look at on your phone. I look. I look at Facebook, but. One of my mom's friends shares the weather every day, so I'm doing both. But she one- shares the weather. What does that mean? She shares, like, Fox 23's weather well, hey, that was, all the time. Hey, <laughs> you don't come on here talking about, no, Fox 23. This is Griffin. Oh, <laughs> uh, whoops. You mean, I mean News on whatever. 6? Yeah, she's going to share that yeah, News, news on, on 6 too. weather. What's that lady's name? I'll call and cuss yes. her out. <laughs> I'm not sharing. <laughs> Look at that, Daniel. She checks her weather first. Well, technically, she said Facebook and then weather because she said her aunt shares it on Facebook. So I want to mark that down as I was correct on that one. So your question this morning? Uh, what's the very first thing you look at or check on your phone when you wake up in the morning? Hey, who's this? Lacey. Lacey, so the first thing you look at on your phone when you wake up? Uh, Probably the weather. Oh, so the guy said the weather, and Lacey here does check the weather. Yeah. Well, can you give us a forecast for today? Um, yeah. Hold on. Um, <laughs> she didn't remember it. He's going to step on Alan Crone's toes. Yeah, that's all right. Alan Crone's going to give us the weather. You're coming up in a few minutes, all right? Okay. See you now. So far, Daniel, you're wrong. People are checking the weather first thing. Ain't that crazy? A little surprising, yeah. But I guess, uh, I think it seems like more women are doing it, though. Hey, good morning. It's Ty Daniel. Who's this? This is Kim. Kim, first thing you see on your cell phone in the morning? The weather. <laughs> see, Daniel, you're you're always, Daniel's always on the wrong side of history. That is not uh, not the case. You're hard-headed. You think you know everything, and, and you know nothing. Why do you think Ty is so mean to me? That's crazy. I'm asking her a question. Why women not allowed, not allowed to speak here, Tug? Uh-oh. Uh, she hung up oh, on right you. Right to your face, Tug. Not my face. <laughs> hey, hey, it's like, uh, it's Tug and Daniel. Who's this? Carson. Carson, what's the very first thing you check on your phone when you wake up in the morning? The weather. I think, <laughs> are you somehow texting people, getting them to call in and say weather? Is it a conspiracy? Daniel didn't believe that this really smart guy said the first thing people check is the weather. He goes, that's crazy. That's not possible. And everybody's calling saying they check I'm the weather. I'm asking you, did you do some type of setup? Did you go? No, and- my phone's over here. I didn't touch anything. No. What was that, Carson? I didn't do anything. 
not, didn't do anything. No, I'm not. Not you. Not you. I was thinking Tyke had got oh. on some other radio station and told them to call in and say weather. He's tricky like that. Oh, okay. All right, now. You have a blessed day, okay? You too. Thank Bye. you now. Hey, it's Tyga Daniel. Who's this? Hi, this is Sally. Sally? Don't say weather, but yes, what's sir. the very first thing you check on on your phone when you wake up in the morning? To see if my boyfriend calls me or hey texts me. Hey, now. Yeah, he does. What's his name? <laughs> what do you mean, hey, now? His name is Drew. Drew? Mm-hmm. And sometimes he'll text you and be like, hey, good morning, girl. Every morning. He probably texts her the weather forecast. Every morning, Drew's calling. Hey, it's Saiga Daniel. Who's this? This is Lacey. Lacey, what's the very first thing you're checking in the morning when you wake up? I have one of those health rings, so I check how good I slept that night. Oh, uh, like a like a watch or something that tells you how good you slept? Yeah. How do you sleep? How do I sleep? Mm-hmm. I sleep pretty good most nights. At what point uh, do you check the weather? Uh, usually after that for my kids, so I know how to, like, prepare them for school. Mm. Oh, Lord. Yeah. So, Daniel, yeah. Uh, again, it seems like people are curious about the weather. You're on the wrong side of history again. <laughs> you always make the wrong decision in life, and this proves it. Would you like to take one yeah. more call? Yeah, let's give somebody the final word here. All right, thank you. It's uh, Nadia Fed the Bull. Who's this? Asher. Asher. Hey, good morning, Asher. How are you? Uh, nine. So do you do you use a cell phone in the morning? Do you look at a cell phone? What happens? Uh, I play on my game. Oh, plays his games. Oh, okay. All what, right. What game are you playing? Uh... I don't know. All right. Well, good. Well, good. <laughs> Sounds like you're deeply invested in it. <laughs> he plays all the games, Daniel. I play, I play Super Smash Bros. Oh, all right. Nice. There you go. So that's one person that's not checking the weather. Little Asher. Yeah, hey, yeah, man, Steven. I appreciate it. Man, this guy, I agree. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Well, Daniel, uh, we're talking about that lady had a watch that told her how she slept. You have a watch that kind of monitors your health, right? And one thing your doctor said was, hey, man, lose weight or I got to put you on blood pressure medication. Yeah, he was like, just losing 10 pounds can save you or stave off all kind of medical conditions. Uh, So his suggestion was instead of getting on blood pressure medicine, lose some weight and Red Mountain weight loss can help. I heard a lady on the radio say that she lost eight pounds in a week with Red Mountain Weight Loss. And this is one of these people that couldn't lose weight. I was skinny growing up, man, like real skinny, to the point where people were concerned about me or something. And then I got into my 30s, boom, that metabolism slows down. It's not even your fault, really. But Red Mountain Weight Loss has metabolism boosters that kind of turn back the clock on the way your body's working, and you can lose weight with medication from Red Mountain Weight Loss. Yes, all you need to do to get started is dial pound 250 from your cell phone and get scheduled for a video chat today. That's uh, Laney Wilson, 98.5 The Bull. Hey, Daniel, you got some uh, Jake Owen tickets in your pocket there. <laughs> and also, right. uh, you get qualified for the Tiger Daniel Party Go Pass here on 98.5 The Bull right now. Uh, we want to pay for your hotel room. We want to get your dinner and then send you to Jake Owen. That's what you're qualified for as well if you win. And who do we have today? I know everybody's from Tulsa this morning on the phone. Uh, we've got uh, Stephanie on line one, Kylie on line two. Stephanie, you say you're a production planner at an oil company. Is that a very stressful stressful job or what? 
Actually, yes, it is. <laughs> oh, so you could use a night out. Uh, can you find an oil rig that me and Ty could buy and have just for us? <laughs> for deep sea fishing? <laughs> oh, it has to be in the sea? <laughs> that's, that's typically, you know, offshore. But... Why do you why do you think we want one offshore? We want here in Tulsa. We want to put our names on it for advertisement for the show. Do you have one that we can buy from oh. you? Or just give us? Oh. Um, maybe not for free. Okay. Well, it was worth the shot. Uh, also, Kylie works in shipping and receiving. How are you this morning, Kylie? I'm good. How are you, are you Are you stressed out as well? Could you use a night out? Oh, I definitely could. All right. Well, I'd like to remind you both that the 98.5 The Bullfight is brought to you by Optimum Complete. And all the answers to these questions have six letters in them. And I don't know if that helps or hurts, but it's a six-letter answer to every single question. <laughs> we will start with Stephanie on line one. This, do you have your bell tug? This is an iguana or a chameleon, for example. Reptile. No, that's not it. No. Um. We were looking for lizard. Ah. Lizard. This might, this might be too tough here. All right. Uh, Kylie, this is the brand that makes number five perfume. Chanel. Chanel is correct. Steph, uh, Kylie on the board already. Stephanie, this is the su southern neighbor of the U.S. Mexico. Mexico is correct. Kylie, this is a notable white rapper. Eminem. Eminem is correct. Stephanie. These are the 12 astrological signs. Zodiac. Zodiac is correct. Kylie. This is short and stout with a handle and a spout. A teapot. That is also correct. They're doing amazingly, by the way. We have uh, Stephanie at two, Kylie at three. Two questions to go, Tug. Stephanie, this is an Egyptian statue that's missing its nose. Sphinx. Sphinx is correct. Why are you ringing the bell so aggressively? You're going to destroy the bell. We don't have a budget <laughs> for two bells, buddy. I'm excited for them. Kylie. Put on your thinking cap. This is a unit of gold or a unit of chicken? Um, nugget. Nugget is also correct. How smart are they? They're doing very, very well. This is an extremely hard contest. Stephanie. That one, that one almost got me. I about didn't know what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Stephanie. This is a calculator no alternative pressure. that uses beads. Abacus. Abacus is correct. They're just killing it, man. Kylie, you got to get this one right or you'll be tied up. This is a Russian video game. I don't know that one. <laughs> Tyg, help her out with that one. How did she miss this <clears throat> one? Tetris, right? Tetris. All right. Explain how the tie-breaking situation works, Tyg. Are we tiebreaker now? Yeah, we, I've got uh, Stephanie at four, Kylie at four. Okay, so here we go. Uh, ladies, <clears throat> this next question is for the both of you at the exact same time. Don't blurt out the answer. 
yell your name, and that's how you buzz in. Then we'll give you an opportunity to answer and win, okay? All right, got it. Okay. All right, the tie-breaking question or hint is Babe Ruth or Joe DiMaggio? Stephanie. Stephanie, you were the first Stephanie. to ring in. What? <laughs> A Yankee. Yankee is correct, and with that, Stephanie has defeated Woo! Kylie in a 98-5 The Bull fight. Uh, congratulations, Stephanie. But now you've got a decision to make. Will you hold on to these Jake Owen tickets, or will you give them to Kylie? Kylie, why should Stephanie give you the tickets this morning? Um, it's actually because the concert's on my birthday. Oh, oh that's oh, a that's tough one. That is a tough one. Oh. Stephanie, it's Kylie's birthday. Uh, she could use a night out, and it, this would be a wonderful birthday gift. But, but Stephanie, it's up to you. Completely up to you. Yeah, I'll do it. Happy birthday. What? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So Can you believe it? Enjoy it. Can we give her something, uh, Daniel, that we have? I, what, do I, what do I have? Do we have a Tiger Daniel speaker anymore? I, that's that's I gotta, your business. I'm going to hook her up. I'll, I'll take it on myself. So everybody's going to win here. It was so sweet of you to give her your tickets to Jake Owen, Daniel. And uh, you still got to ask the question. Nobody got them all right. No. About... Oh, 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 yeah. Okay, Kylie, on your birthday, yeah, I almost forgot. Uh, if you win the Tiger Daniel Party Cove Pass, you have the option. If I stay in the hotel room with you guys, that is completely your decision. Um, probably not. It'll probably be my fiancé and I. Okay, well... Just sleep out on the streets. Nobody I guess. ever says yes to that. <laughs> One time, once somebody did. <laughs> well, what ladies, uh, that one that wanted me to stay in the room with that one time, Ted Bundy, I believe his name yeah. was. <laughs> well, you guys did a fabulous job on that contest. That was fun. There was a lot that um, were very, very hard, and you both did excellently. And everybody seems happy. And we're back tomorrow, Dana, with another chance on a Thursday morning with the bullfight brought to you by Optimum Complete for more Jake Owen tickets on 98.5 The Bull. Oh, good morning. It's Ty Daniel, 98.5 The Bull. Hey, Daniel. Uh, man, how is this not higher on up in the news? Uh, India has now become uh, the fourth country to land a craft on the moon. Did India land on the moon? Yeah. How? What? What is going on? How did we miss this? They well, saw the Russia... Was it Russia that just launched something and it... Theirs blew up. Yeah. But uh, this is the fourth country to successfully land spacecraft on the moon. So wait, I must think now. United States, the first, right? Yeah. Well, Second? What do you mean, well? Well, they landed humans. These these aren't landing humans. What was the first thing to land something on the moon? I don't know why I call it moon, but uh, that's fine. It was a Sputnik was the first? No, Sputnik was a satellite that circled the Earth. And Russia did get a guy in space first, but we were the first one to get somebody on the moon. Okay, so who's the first country to get something on the moon? If you don't know, it's okay I, just I to say I don't know. The question, Ty, no. Ty won't admit if he doesn't know. Um, gosh, that's awful. I thought we know you are a big space nerd. I would have definitely thought you knew. I'm trying to think of the four countries then that have had something land on the moon. It'd be, so, uh, United, United States, States, Russia, China, and India. I don't remember Russia landing something on the moon. Oh, yeah, they, they crashed stuff in the moon while we were there. They did? Yes. Are you sure? Uh, well, yeah, that's what I read. Still my favorite moon story is that, that poor guy that goes, gets to land on the moon, and then they don't let him out of the ship. What's his name, Alan Shepard? 
No, uh, they sent three dudes to the moon on the first flight. One was named Neil Armstrong. Second dude was Buzz Aldrin. Third dude, Michael Collins. Yeah, Michael Collins had he to just sit there in the, the moon, car. But they yeah. don't let him get out. And what was the reasoning behind that again? He had to drive the spaceship. While the other guys were, you well, know. Once it's landed, they could have let the guy out, you know, at least put one foot on it or something. <laughs> They're like, no, 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 you got to stay in here. And he looks he, out he there playing. He never went down to the moon. He just circled the moon. And then when Neil and Buzz decided to come back, they had to meet up with him, who was already in a flying spaceship. Oh. Yeah, he See, never I went just, on the I surface. I thought he landed there on the moon, and I thought, how cruel. They got the, you know, they're out there skipping around, hugging, falling into the dust together. I thought the guy just had to sit there and look out that porthole, but he was orbiting the planet the whole time. He was waiting on them to come back and meet up oh. with him. Yeah. Oh, he, he didn't I was, look down and probably see him or something. I was but. way off. I thought the poor guy's just sitting there, and they're like, no, you got to stay in here. We got to take this seriously. And he looks out, and they got a car driving that around. Whatever that thing was. What was that, a dune playing buggy? Playing golf. Yeah, they're playing golf, doing all kind of funny Dressing business. in the spaceship, can't do nothing. Jumping rope, all kind of. He's like, wait a minute. I'm all the way to the moon, and I can't get out. I'd have been like, y'all letting me out. I got on the radio yesterday, Daniel, running my mouth. That's Zach Bryan. It's 98.5 The Bull. And what I said was um, that sometimes when we grow up, we try not to become our parents. You say to yourself, I'll never do that. And then you find yourself doing the same things your parents did. One of them is that my mom and dad used to make me pretend like I was underage to get the kids meal. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to Shoney's that's 12 and under and I'm 14. They're like, no, today you're 12. And I hated that because age, for whatever reason, it that level in your life is very important to you. In fact, kids, they quantify it. They don't even say I'm seven anymore. They say, I'm seven and a half. I'm seven and three quarters. Well, I guess my son heard me on the radio saying yesterday, because I get home and my wife, she tries to avoid me at all costs. However, she came right out of her uh, office and came up to me and started talking to me when I got home. And she said, listen, Mac heard you talking about how you're going to have to ask him to be underage for the next few years. Because we're taking a trip to uh, see my mom. We're flying on an airline. And the deal is, if you got a kid seven and under, you get to board early. And I said something like, well, my kid's going to be seven for the next four years. you know." And he, he didn't like that. And you said that your little brothers used to bust you at restaurants. You would try to say, oh, this one's six and this one's four. So we get the good deals. And then they protested and they just... Having it, CC is the one who goes, I'm seven. And the other's like, I'm six. <laughs> so they totally busted me. Yeah, so, so your son is you. not going to go He's along with this. He's not going to play this. the game with me. Uh, well, I don't know if that's all kids, but especially your son, he doesn't have what it takes to commit crimes or larceny or anything like that. I'll, I'll be in the car with him sometimes, and I'll we'll be going by your neighbor's house, and I'll be like, hey, I'm going to stop here, and you're going to jump out and go ring Tim and Maddie's doorbell, and we're going to then, you know, like take off. He's like, no, that's a nasty trick. <laughs> so he don't have what it takes to commit these crimes. Yeah. It's a weird thing because here's the weird thing. I want my son to be a good citizen. I want him to be a good person. I try to do everything I can to steer him in that direction. However, I'm also asking him, him to lie so we can get on an airplane earlier. So it's a very complicated situation. You know what I'm saying? It's not too complicated. I think it's just kind of messed up. You're like... They let the people with kids on before they even let the military on. And you're trying to, like, break in front of, like, veterans. 
to, to get a better seat on Southwest? Yeah, they go, uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're ready for boarding. If anybody active military wants to get on, you got to wait for a second because seven-year-olds also want to yeah. get on. <laughs> so anyone with a kid, uh, seven and under, or liars can get on now. <laughs> yeah, all the bad people and then the military. You're coming up next. All the selfish liars. Tyke and Daniel on 98.5 The Pool. One thing I know to be true, Daniel, though, it's not a fib at all that um, Snow's Furniture has the lowest prices on furniture in town. That's right. Barry at Snow's Furniture said, look, uh, I don't want any gimmicks. You can't beat my prices. Take the Snow's Challenge. My prices can't be beat. That's all there is to say. Why in the world would you go anywhere else and pay more for furniture when Barry at Snow's Furniture guarantees the lowest prices? The furniture's in stock, so whatever you sit down on, you can test it out. You made the Take mistake of uh, looking at something on the internet and kind of guessing yeah. if it would be comfortable or whatever. But uh, Snows, you actually can sit down on the exact piece you'll take home. You can touch it. Huh? You can touch the furniture. It's not just like looking at it on the internet. You actually take look and touch the piece that you're going to take home with you. You decide you want it. They, they can deliver it for you. You can take it home that day. Don't do like I did and ordered it off the internet and then it took literally a month and a half to until it got to my house. Then this delivery guy calls and says, hey, uh, we need you a four-hour window when we can deliver this. Yeah. Like, who has four hours? That's crazy. Snow's Furniture, the stuff is in stock. Zero percent financing when you're ready to check out for 12 months. Locally owned in town since 1978. Snow's Furniture is online in town and on Facebook. 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Uh, Daniel, you said that uh, you're not a big fan. I guess I'm not a big fan of this either, um, of course, because uh, if your kid doesn't pay for lunch at school, they give them a lesser lunch. Like the kids who are paying for the lunch, they get the hamburgers. But if you get behind on payments, uh, they give your kid like a cheese sandwich or something. Um, but people are, are trying to help out the Food Bank of Eastern Oklahoma. This from News on 6. During the school year, 84% of kids in Oklahoma depend on free and reduced lunches. That's what? why the Food Bank of Eastern Oklahoma is working to keep kids fed through their Food for Kids program. The food bank says one in five children in Oklahoma is at risk of going to bed hungry. And health experts say hunger can impact children in several ways, especially how they function at school. Matt Joseph with the food bank says the Backpack for Kids program provides nutritious, kid-friendly snacks to elementary-age students to take home on the weekends. Yeah, isn't that crazy how um, kids literally go to school and they get fed there, but on the weekends they also could be at risk of not eating for the entire weekend. My mom, uh, she volunteered to pack backpacks on Fridays to give kids to take home for the weekend. Mm -hmm. And she said, man, these kids would come home and their backpacks were completely empty. They ate everything. And she also found out later, this is sad, that it wasn't just the kid eating what was in the backpack. It was, it was mom and dad. And so the Food Bank of Eastern Oklahoma is doing uh, God's work, man, because that, that is sad, man, to think that kids are going hungry out there. One out of five can't afford lunch at school. So in a way, they go to school to eat. Isn't that something? Sounds like a great uh, organization. Also, Daniel, today we're under a uh, not only a heat advisory, we're under ozone alert. Do you know what that means? I don't really know what that means, no. So all these cars, you see the exhaust from engines and gasoline and all that. Usually it kind of goes up into the atmosphere. But today in uh, Tulsa, it'll kind of hang out on the ground with us. So all that stuff, that's the stuff you don't want to breathe, is going to hang out. They say it's unhealthy for your body. And uh, basically stay inside if you can. Oh, man. How about that? Uh, did you see this tonight? It's the GOP debates on Fox News. Uh, while that's going on, 
Donald Trump and Tucker Carlson will be having an interview on X, which Twitter. So those two things will be competing with each other tonight, which I don't really think they're going to be competing because if it's streaming on X, you can probably watch it at any time you want. You know, I don't think it's like back in the day when they used to have one television show on one network and something on the other where you couldn't, you know, you couldn't watch you it. You had both. to choose. You'd have to VCR it or something like that. You don't think many people are going to watch this debate tonight? I think uh, uh, the former President Trump and Tucker Carlson, even though it's on Twitter or X or whatever it is, they timed it to coincide with the Fox News broadcast of the debate on purpose so that they get the draw, and I bet you, uh, I bet you a hundred bucks tomorrow when we wake up and we see how many people watch it on X versus how many people watch Fox News, X is going to win. Think so? Because Donald Trump is uh, one of the most famous people on the planet right now, and the other guys they're way far behind too. Ron DeSantis, uh, it seemed like he, you know, was probably the closest, but he's not even that. Cl it's not even a close second right now. You don't feel like it's going to be that entertaining, if anything. No. It's going to be a little boring. Cause people, people fighting over scraps. People don't expect those people to be running for president. Gotcha. Uh, did you see also it's National Cheap Flight Day, and uh, experts say, hey, uh, it's not really, though. There's not really one best day for everybody. They did say, though, tickets do tend to be cheaper this time of year than they were a month or two ago. So if you need to book some holiday travel, this is the time of year to do it. And finally, I've got a clip here. A guy's getting on a plane, and he thinks it's funny to ask the pilot if, he, if he's been drinking. Now, do you think this is a, a joke the pilot enjoys? I would say probably not. I think pilots take their jobs very seriously, and they're probably not up for comedians. Yeah, let's see how this goes. How you doing? Good. Are you the pilot of this flight? Yeah, what's up? You haven't been drinking or anything, have you? You know what? <laughs> I'm joking around. It's no, a I'm joke. not joking. It's a joke, sir. I'm not joking. I Relax. can pull you off right now. Yeah, oh, my God. You ever heard of a joke? I'm a comedian. Oh my God. I'm a comedian. It was right. a joke. You don't laugh. Do I'm very sorry I find it. Okay. And the reason being you don't do it because that gentleman right there and anybody who else is around now doubts what I do for a living. All right. So I don't go into your work. I understand. It was a don't joke. I didn't Please. mean to offend you. I didn't mean to offend you. Wow. See what I mean about life? That pilot seemed like you uh, want to, to shut that down right away. It was an innocent joke and kind of funny, but I could I mean, see how's where the, that funny at all? the pilot like, oh, would say, if anybody else hears you ask me if I've been drinking, they're going to be concerned about this flight. So well, I kind of get You should go on tour with that guy with your jokes. 98.5 The Bull with Tig and good morning, Daniel. Tig, I'm a little uh, confused about this question. I, I follow all these restaurant groups on Tulsa, like in Tulsa. There's another one. I don't think you follow this one. It's called 918. Like nine one then A T E. And somebody asked a question on there, and I want you to explain this question. I wouldn't know how to answer it. Somebody said, What do y'all suggest for steak that's fancy slash casual? Mm -hmm. What in the hell is fancy slash casual? Well those are two opposites, right? Uh it it, it kind of is in direct contrast. Um, but I kind of get it. Um, I went to, I just had an anniversary with my wife. What was that? Our, our birthday. Uh -huh. And we went to Molly's Landing. Mm -hmm. And it's a very, it's a pricey steak. So to me, that means fancy steak. However, the atmosphere is pretty casual. They got canoes hanging from the ceilings okay. and things. That makes a little sense. Like you want a little bit higher than Texas Roadhouse, but not quite bull in the alley. Yes. Okay. All right. That does. Okay. That, thank you for explaining that because I was well confused. I was like, what you know, like, where can I get a hot slash cold steak? <laughs> but I get what you, I get what you're saying. Like, so fancy there, slash you, casual. You can still 
eat a nice steak, but you're wearing flip-flops. And you can get away with it. Bull in the alley, different story. I went into a tuxedo in your flip-flops. These snowstorms came through one year. Mm -hmm. And so I'm scared to drive in the ice. So my company puts me up in a hotel just over around the corner from here so I can walk to work. And downstairs, there's a place called Prime, and I ate there one night, but also Bull in the Alley was within walking distance. So one night by myself, I went to Bull in the Alley. I have a hat on. I'm not dressed very nice. Everybody there is on an anniversary dinner, and I felt uncomfortable in there. So, yeah, I get the question. Where can you get a good steak but still just be casual? I will say, though, Bull in the Alley, if you've been lucky enough to go there, Whenever you walk in that place, it's so dark, nobody can tell what you're wearing. I mean, they might as well print the menu in Braille. I walk in there, I can't see nothing. 